Evildoers shall soon be cut down like the grass. Welcome back to the Hackberry House, a daily podcast devoted to the Word of God and the persecuted church of North Korea. My name is Bob, and this is podcast number 228. It's July 26, 2015. Well, David had it right when he was being persecuted. The Lord spoke through him and said to us that evildoers will be cut down. That is our one of our hopes, that evil will be gone one day. But evil is still with us today, and it's in North Korea. And we're continuing today to talk about some of that evil. I had said that I would like to talk about the history, and I will get back to that. But I, I've come across some stories from Crossing Borders again. They allow you to... Um, support refugees who are fleeing, and then they give you the life story of those refugees. And uh, These are people that uh, are alive right now, that are enduring some a lot of pain right now, and then they send you updates and so forth. I wanted you to see here about Hyung Soon, one of the people that I'm supporting. Now, none of these names and places, it's all been mixed up so that you will Nobody would be able to track this down, and yet it's all true. It's all true. We're calling her Hyung Soon. She's in her mid-40s at this time. She came to China in 1998 when the Great Famine took hold of the country, and it was virtually impossible to find food. She was married. She had a child in North Korea, but lost the child due to severe malnourishment. Around the same time, there was an outbreak of typhoid fever, and Yang Soon said she was infected. Her husband left her to find food, but, but he never came back. She said, I barely had the energy or mental resources to mourn the death of my own child. She was told that she'd have a job when she crossed the border, but like so many women at the time, she was duped. She gave birth to a girl in 2000, and when her daughter was three months old, Young Soon was captured and sent back to North Korea. Young Soon was sent to a labor camp for a year. It's estimated that North Korea holds 200,000 of its own people in labor camps. The UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Navil Pile, said that North Korea employs torture and other forms of cruel and inhumane treatment, summary executions, rape, slave labor, and forms of collective punishment that may amount to crimes against humanity. Well, certainly they amount to that. Many of Crossing Borders refugees have reported the brutality that takes place in these camps. Another refugee, Mihai, reported being given only 24 kernels of corn per day for food. Another refugee described the cells people are placed in as crowded and unsanitary, with barely enough room in the cells to sleep on the cold concrete floors. People regularly get infections from sleeping on these filthy floors. Well, Hyang soon emerged from such conditions a year later, determined to get back to her daughter and husband. When she returned, she found that her daughter had become 
cross-eyed. Her husband says that her, her baby cried day and night for a week. Because of the severity of her crying, she became cross-eyed, even though there, there's no scientific evidence to link crying, extreme crying, with, with cross-eyedness. That's what the husband is saying. Young Soon has lived in poverty since she returned to her family in 2000. A couple years ago, she met a pastor of an underground church in northeast China. This pastor runs a crossing borders orphanage. Young Soon was introduced to Christ through this pastor and has been growing in her faith ever since. She completed her studies at an underground seminary, is now working as a minister, ministering to other refugees in the region. Young Soon's dream is to share the gospel in North Korea. Crossing Borders is assisting her with a monthly stipend to pay for some living expenses. They also help Young Soon's daughter with tuition for school and living expenses. Well, here's the May 2014 update. She was a very open and kind woman. She's currently living in a Chinese village. This is May 2014 where there are no ethnically Korean people. She moved there, so she stays under the radar. Her husband is currently working at a coal mine. They thought about moving to South Korea, but because they don't have any family members in South Korea, they decided to go to a village where there would be no Korean Chinese people for her safety. She comes to a church that Crossing Borders works with at least once a month to check in. She recently told us further details about her background. When she was captured by the Chinese police and sent back to North Korea, it was in the summer when she was wearing summer clothes. She was sent to a very cold region in North Korea. She was given hard labor. She said it was as if it was slave work as opposed to an ordinary prison, because she was caught in China. That's considered one of the worst crimes. Young Soon was sent to the deep parts of a mountain range where she was part of a team of people cutting down trees. The women were forced to carry wooden logs on their shoulders and load them into trucks. Many women fainted. Some passed out. Some even died. When Young Soon was a child, she learned about how the Japanese would treat Koreans horribly when Korea was a Japanese colony. In North Korea, they would watch movies that depicted this about once a week at school. But she never thought that this kind of treatment would be occurring by her own countrymen in her own country. At the prison camps, people aren't even treated lower than animals. She said she was, they are treated. She was later sent to another camp where they, she was given a few corn kernels for food, similar food that's given to pigs. Since they had to feed many people, they would just give soup that was made with a, a little dried food with lots of water. Now that she thinks about it, it seems inedible, but at that time she'd eat it because she was so hungry. She said that many prisoners die before they complete their sentence. 
Usually the women are strong and get through it, but it was the men who had a harder time, especially young men in their 20s and 30s. In the prison camps, people can't even sleep properly. North Korea has designed the prison system so people unable to trust each other. They, they often they have to go against each other. North Korea makes life this horrible so that people will never leave the country again. But she said this does the opposite because oftentimes people choose to leave North Korea after their time in prison. Young soon said she gets lonely. She doesn't have people to talk to because of the language barrier. Her daughter also feels the same way. She feels bad because her daughter goes to a Chinese school. Her daughter has interest in learning Korean because her mother is from North Korea. She's been studying at an underground seminary for two years. She can only take the bus to go to the seminary. Young Soon would need an ID to go on the train. Transportation costs a lot of money. She's really thankful for the funds that she receives through crossing borders. Most of all, she's thankful that her husband is saved and is also thankful for his support in her studies. She did really well at seminary. She thought that studying the Bible was so much fun. She'd get really sad if she missed a retreat because she missed another chance to learn more. Even if she would have to run after buses or even pay more for a taxi, she'd do anything to go hear more sermons. She just completed seminary in April. For the first time in her life, she was able to graduate with a cap and a gown. This is April 2014. She's grateful for the support of her husband and her daughter. She has a good relationship with her husband. Even though he works at a coal mine, he's never gotten hurt. Often workers get hurt there, but he hasn't yet. She says that it is God answering her prayers to protect her husband. Recently, she went to a funeral. She realized that because she doesn't have citizenship, she wouldn't even get a funeral. She said that even when she dies, it would mean nothing to this world. But she said she needs to stay in China for her daughter. And then we move to a November 2014 update. Young Soon is doing very well. She's found a job near her home as a waitress. She continues to attend the church of a crossing border staff member, but does not serve in an official capacity. She said she wanted to work near home so she can spend more time with her daughter, who is now in her teens. Well, her daughter was left alone quite a bit while Young Soon was attending seminary. She's socially awkward and shy. Our missionaries attribute this to her crossed eyes. Her eye has been severely offset since early childhood. Young Soon has trouble communicating with her daughter because her daughter can only speak Mandarin. Young Soon's Mandarin is passable, but she cannot communicate on a deeper level with her teenage daughter. Young Soon still aspires to be a missionary in North Korea. She prays daily for an opportunity to return to her home country and share the good news with her people. There are many complicating factors to this dream. First, if she were to return to North Korea, she's most likely going to be sent to prison for the crime of leaving her country. Second, she'd not be able to bring her daughter into North Korea with her. The North Korean government believes that their bloodlines are pure 
and any people with mixed ethnicity are considered tainted. And lastly, she has spent so much time outside of North Korea, she doesn't know if she'd be able to relate to the people. Many North Koreans, like Hyung Soon, long for their homeland, despite the fact that there's so much suffering there. They miss it with a nostalgia of any person who's living in a different place from where they grew up. But, unlike someone who moved from one city in the free world to another city, North Koreans know that they likely will never be able to return. The Korean War divided the country in two. Many people who fled communist rule during the war expressed this same heartache for their homeland, which they left decades ago. Young soon carries this with her daily. She loves, but also loathes, her country. She lives in relative freedom in China, but faces imprisonment and repatriation, going back to her country, being forced back to her country on a daily basis. But she is where she is today because of an even greater desire to be with her daughter, complicated as their relationship may be. Please continue to pray for Hyung Soon as she navigates these complicated waters. Pray for her safety and for her to find her true purpose in life. And then a final update in July of this year. This month, in fact. Hyung Soon is doing well. She recently moved to another city near the rural village where she was living. She's taken up work as a group maid for a family in the city. She's moved to an apartment in the city with her daughter. Hyung Soon's husband is working in South Korea. Her schedule is relentless. She wakes up every morning at 4.30 a.m. to go to morning prayer at her church. She comes home to cook for her children, get them ready for their day. She attends evening services at her church. On top of all this, she also prays for several hour, hours every day. Yes, her schedule and diligence can put most people to shame, but through it all she's maintaining a humble attitude about who she is. She's the only one of our refugees who has had time in a refugee camp. She says there were so many times that she has died, could have died, but hasn't died. She can see the hand of God in her life to keep her alive. Because of this perspective, she's humble, generous, and kind. Please continue to pray for her and her daughter. Amen. And amen. Wow. What can we say? Hmm? Don't have time to go back into that history that I promised. Forgive me for that, but this is history too. Real live history of a real live person who's still out there and we don't know what's going to happen next. I know that the story leaves you wondering about how did this happen and how did that happen? That was so quick. and But we don't share. We can't share anymore. I, I say we, not that I'm with Crossing Borders, although I support them. Crossing Borders can't tell you anymore. Please don't ask questions, but pray about the situation as it is now. Dad in South Korea, mom in North er, in in China, North Eastern China, and daughter with her, and still hanging in there, being blessed of God, loving the Lord. She needs your help. She needs your help. There's ways to support her. There's ways to pray for her. Stand with this lady. Again, her name is Hyang Soon, H-Y-A-N-G-S-O-O-N in English. 
Hyangsun. And don't forget what it says in Psalm 37, 1 and 2. Evildoers will soon be cut down like the grass. Amen. I'm not talking, you know, about Yang Soon or anyone in her family, but those who have caused this horrible evil in her life, they will be cut down. Jesus will make it all right one day.